Hello, friends, brothers and sisters in Christ. It's nearly time to ring the bell for a new year. Are you ready? Hello, I'm Elizabeth Dyer, your host of Unleash Your Christ Confidence. Let's delve into some New Year's resolutions, goals, plans, whatever you want to call them. Because like it or not, the days are ticking by and another year is about to start. So how can we empower ourselves, inspire ourselves, and let Christ guide us in every aspect of life so we can set goals and plans that glorify Him and lead us closer to Him throughout the year? Yes, pursuing our goals and plans with unwavering Christ's confidence should be part of your new year. So let's delve into how to do that. Our faith should be the foundation, the rock upon which we stand. It should be the very core of who we are. And our goals and plans in every area of our life should line up with that. And everyone should line up with what the scripture says is acceptable and good in those areas of our life. Our faith should be our firm foundation. Is it for you? I know it is for me. And if I waver, I ask God to quickly get me back on the right path, the path that leads to Him. So let's begin talking about the different areas of our life where we should set goals. I believe we should have spiritual goals. If you're married, marital goals, family goals, friendship relationship goals, health, finances, career or business, if you own your own business, personal development, and then rest and recreation, because life is not all about work, even God rested. So when we talk about goals, and from a scientific perspective, people want to talk about SMART goals. SMART goals are ones that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And can we do those and do it in a godly fashion? Absolutely. So when I look at like my spiritual goals, for example, time bound, what do I want to accomplish in the length of a year? Now for me, uh, my year begins at my birthday. So I actually have calendars that start November 1st. My birthday's on the 7th. So my goal from November 7th of one year to November 6th of the next year is to read the Bible cover to cover. That's right, year after year. I made a covenant with God to continue to read the Bible cover to cover every year for the rest of my life. Sounds like a really big goal? It seemed taunting at first until I realized I could do it in about 20 minutes a day. That's right, that's all it takes. About 20 minutes of reading the scripture a day gets me to read every single word in his, in his book from Genesis through Revelations in less than a year. Just doing it six days a week. I can challenge you to make that your goal too. Because when we read it cover to cover, we're reading it in context. We're not jumping around and we're not missing anything. It's very easy, I, I found, to miss something if we're jumping from Genesis to Matthews and back and forth and back and forth. And I've heard all kinds of reasons not to read the Bible cover to cover, like, oh, you're going to get to the book of Leviticus or Numbers, and you're just, it's going to be so drudgery, and well, it wasn't, and it's not. And those books are there because God still has stuff to tell us 
from those books and they're still relevant to us today. Even if they weren't written for us, to, I mean written to us, they were definitely written for us as was every book in the Bible. So I just love reading it cover to cover and knowing that I finished every single book in, in the Bible. And that is completely achievable. 20 minutes a day to read with prayer and journaling doesn't take any less than half an hour. God definitely deserves half an hour of every day that He's chosen to give me. Don't you feel the same? That's super simple and easy to achieve. But it's not my only spiritual goal. I also have evangelistic goals where I'm going out to talk to other people in the community or as I travel abroad as well. So you can add those in there too. But reading the Bible cover to cover is a great place to start for anyone. Marital goals. Marital goals should be to make sure you have date night. Whether it's once a week or once a month, you should definitely plan some time to spend together as a couple with no one else around. Time that you spend, I would recommend daily, communicating. Because otherwise, that bond and being one is going to seem very hard to maintain. And you can let things get in there in between the two of you if you don't continue to keep the communication going. If you need more information on making your marriage stronger, be sure to check out our podcast episodes on unity in marriage. Now, we have other family members, and it could be either your parents or your children, grandparents, or all of the above. You should make sure you have some time to spend with those. Take some time and plan out which holidays you're going to spend with which family members. So you make sure you get to see everybody uh, throughout the year. Because one day, somebody won't be here. And you will have missed out if you don't make that effort and those plans to be together. Now obviously, marriage should be taking up more and more of your time as should your children. Um, and stuff than perhaps some other family members, but it's great to make sure you spend some time getting to communicate with everybody and say, hey, just put that little reminder on the calendar. I, if I haven't talked to them, let me give them a quick phone call. I want to talk to my parents at least once a week. Write that down. How about health? If we're not healthy, we're going to have a lot of trouble getting out there and evangelizing to other people. We're going to have trouble reaching out if we're always sickly and staying at home. So making sure we take care of ourselves is an important goal to have. This, after all, is the temple of Christ. So we should take care of our temple just the same as we should take care of our church building. So you can make very specific goals for your health. You may not be able to ward off every single thing. And yes, God lets us go through things sometimes. But the more we take care of ourselves and our temple, the better. Do you need to make a change in what you eat or what you drink? Maybe more water in your day. Or do you need to be outside more and get some more exercise? You know, I love to walk and meditate on His Word. It's just a great time to be alone with the Lord, taking a walk out there and enjoying His creation while praising the Creator. And there's nothing wrong with having goals to improve ourselves. And in fact, we should improve ourselves with personal development. 
While I read the Bible every day, I also read other books or do other training. We don't all know everything. In fact, I've only met people that thought they knew everything and never met anyone that actually did. God is the only one in the entire universe that knows everything. So always go to Him as our first source, but He's taught other people and give other people certain strengths. And if we want to grow and learn in any particular field, we should seek knowledge from people that have already done something we want to do. For example, when God said, start a podcast, I had to go and learn from people that had been doing podcasts for years. And I'm not an expert yet, but I definitely know more by having spoke to them and learning from them than I could have figured out just trying to do this all on my own. So make a goal to have some type of personal development during the year. You will be glad you did. It can further you and tie very easily into your career and business goals. Because when we read the Bible, we learn when, when the master handed out the talents, he expected more in return. When he came back, he expected there to be a multiplication of what he had left people in charge of. Are you multiplying for God? Because what he blesses you with, he is blessing you so you can bless others. But if you're not working to multiply what you already have, you're not following his word. He doesn't want to give you a dollar so you can go hide it and bury it. He wants to give you a dollar so you can turn it into two. And then when someone else is needing a dollar, you can give them one. And then you can take the dollar you still have and turn it into two again. It's a learned skill and process. And God blesses that. He tells us to be fruitful and multiply in all areas of our life. And the final area is rest and recreation. Yes, God rested on the seventh day and he expects us to take time and rest too. So we should have goals to make sure that we take a Sabbath every week and take some time to just relax and recharge so that we are ready to tackle everything the world brings at us the next week. And we should also take some time to make sure that we are spending time with family and doing fun things, not just work. And in fact, if we can make the work fun, all the better. Who says that raking leaves has to be boring? Go and have fun with it. That's why people used to jump in the pile of leaves. So there you go. Here's, we're fixing to start a new year. We're gonna start it with hope, purpose, passion, I hope that you can unleash your Christ confidence and go after this year and make it one of the best years of your life. And if you need help or support along the way, go to Christ-Confidence.com and set up a free 30-minute session. From there, you can choose any area of your life if you need additional coaching and we'll help get you there. Because we want you to unleash your Christ confidence this year be bold for the kingdom. We've got souls to win. And the harvest, it's ready.